Okay, y'all ready for this? Do 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 We can't clear the rights. It's true. The what? Come at me, ass cap. And I know it's as cap, but I like saying ass cap because you're an ass hat for charging people to use music. Amen. Especially on a podcast that makes zero dollars like this one. This is a cash loss machine. It prints negative money, and we love it. Uh, that's true, but yeah. the love and adoring support of our fans makes up for it. It's true, yeah. Yeah, there's like five or six people who occasionally tell us they like us on uh, yeah. on on the website Twitter, which I will never call the other name because uh, yep. gross. Disgusting. Oh, it's, yeah. It I really, like, just just, just for a brief moment, uh, and, and the website's been this for a long time, listener, I know. Uh, this is all going to sound very asinine <laughs> to talk about it oh, yeah, some sorry. nine months yeah. after it's been changed. Uh, but uh, that one, the, the font choice, the letter X, yeah. and the, uh, like, white mm-hmm. on black, silver on black, like, it just vibes like uh, Didn't they also an X-rated dating site. Yeah. 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 Didn't they just also update it to be like a marbled look and not just straight black? Oh, God, did they? Everyone go look at your apps. I think app mine's icons. still normal, but it's... Oh, no, yeah, I, I, I haven't updated that app in uh, like eight months. Uh, <laughs> and and I've, I've, seen... Been, I've seen some articles. People are trying to sell iPhones with the old version of the app on them for money. Oh, so it's like... On eBay. Flappy fish That's... all over again. Yeah, yeah. Flappy yeah. bird? Flappy bird. Great. Yeah, Flappy yeah. Bird. Yeah, Flappy Bird. Slappy Fish but is the one that came out. Flappy after Fish. After You've given us an idea. We can make an app called Flappy Fish. Oh. And only put it on some iPhones. Yeah. <laughs> and then sell those iPhones. Yes, yes. And then people will be oh. like, oh my God, it's a forgotten app with an old logo. <laughs> this is going to be like reverse uh mandela effect we're gonna have to yeah. be like no it was huge you don't remember <laughs> everybody knows flappy fish flappy. it shook the world yeah, yeah yeah the 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 nl dam effect i think is the one you're thinking of i don't get that's it. the rever- that reverse man reverse mandela oh, okay, i didn't do it right i didn't do it right i didn't even write it down no that sounded right yeah, I can't say it any better. I think you did it. I think you, I, that was really good on the fly, honestly. Yeah, I'm yeah, that was on, listener. Off. That was only like five takes, I think, before I got it. <laughs> yeah, um, the, the the magic of editing. Uh, ahoy there! Ahoy! This is debut buddies. <laughs> oh, sorry. You good? You can ahoy my ahoy, ahoy buddies. <laughs> ahoy buddies! Mm-hmm. This is a podcast that happens every fortnight, and it's all about firsts. Like uh, your first underpants or your first album that you bought. We haven't done those episodes yet, but we might. I don't know hmm. if I can recall first underpants. Probably not. At least one of them probably I'm just, not. I'm just trying to remember what is my first, first underpants would have been. Is the first out of diapers? Yeah, it I assume diaper? it's, it's probably first... some sort of hospital-provided cloth diaper or wrap. Oh. But is that really underwear if it's not under anything? It's the only thing you're, That's you're wearing. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. That's true. It's mm-hmm. outerwear. Look, we could litigate this all night. This will be a big de- debate. <laughs> <laughs> this is clippy all dick, no dick all over again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> On this episode, we're going to be talking about the first ransom note. Now, uh, I know, listener, that I, I believe we promised you an episode about the first labor union. And uh, every podcast has 
what people call a lost episode. Now, sometimes it's, oh, the recording equipment failed or uh, the editor exploded, a la drummers in Spinal Tap. Um, mm-hmm. This is some mix of the two, but we're going we're, we're gonna to try to bring you that labor union episode when we when we can sort that out. But uh, yeah. uh, heck, maybe the labor union re- episode is being held ransom. And that's why we're doing <gasps> this ransom note episode. You ever think about that, listener? No, you didn't, because you're just listening to us instead of thinking. And that's why we're here. <laughs> I mean, if you do donate you're to the welcome. Patreon, there's a chance we could do the labor union. Episode. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Consider the idea of donating roughly a combined five years' salary for each of us, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> and uh, and some additional runway for you know living expenses, a little bit of a little bit of free like walking around money, you know, yeah, pocket yeah. pocket change, <laughs> yeah, 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 that would be great. But uh, but yeah, we're gonna talk about the first ransom note, and uh, this is this is some wild stuff. Uh, and I haven't even said my name yet. I'm Nate. I'm one of the buddies. <laughs> I'm Kate. What? I said I'm Kate. <laughs> I've never been Kate. I'm Kate. I'm Kelly. I'm another buddy. Never been Kate sounds like a really good rom-com name. Though. Uh- <laughs> Is it possible that I'm that Kelly has an identical twin named Kate and Kelly is being held ransom? I don't know. Oh. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, an additional buddy. Come to think of it, you do seem like you're flipped differently than normal. Like your your features are all sort of just uh, just a yeah. Little, you're mirrored. A little, it's a it's up. it's odd. Yeah. Am yeah. I uncanny valleying you right now? I mean, otherwise, what do you have a malignant? Is the malignant speaking? Is your malignant's <gasps> name Kate? Is that what's happening Spoilers. here? Spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm Chelsea. The other buddy <laughs> listen hey look listeners we gotta be honest we haven't recorded together for i don't know what like two months it's yeah, been a time God, has it been two months it's been a clip you mean too long yeah too yeah long. yeah mm-hmm. too long too furious it has been <laughs> yeah. since we have recorded oh my god so much has happened so, so many things have changed oh yeah Chelsea has the, a cough now. Che- yeah. Yeah, Chelsea's got a cough. the The former president's what? been indicted for something. Like, we, we, I mean, we did something like that ever happen? Four months. Yeah. <laughs> a, I don't. I mean, unprecedented. Unprecedented. <laughs> did you guys? Sorry, I'm going to kick us off with a tangent. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you guys follow the gal while Donald Trump was actually president? Uh, every day she posted today was the day Donald Trump became president. Like, because he was always doing something insane. And so, I don't know, it was a funny bit. And I still follow her on Twitter. She doesn't do the bit anymore. But every so often when he does something super insane or gets indicted, she'll post that. Mm, And so I'll see that come up on my feed and I'm like, fuck, what did he do? (laughs) I gotta go (laughs) find out. (laughs) It's your bat signal. It truly is. It's your Megan Kate Amram, signal. I think it's my Kate signal. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's an even better. That's an even better uh, storyline for this. Is like your your superhero identity is Kate, and <laughs> you fight crime as Kate every and evening. I just slipped up, and you just slipped. Your mild mannered po- podcast host by day. 
Mildly. And by night, I'm what? Is Kate like a Karen? Am I like asking to oh, see no. managers? Oh no, no, Kate's Kate's out there like a cabin and starting e cabin, just all the yeah, <laughs> C cabin even crushing cabernets. Oh, uh-huh. oh hey, <laughs> listener, we got a we got a boda box. <laughs> Botabox, one of our newest sponsors on the podcast. Botabox, when Shut you up. can't hold a bottle, hold a box. Huh. You know, that is actually really <laughs> nice and thoughtful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, you can drop a Botabox and really nothing. I mean, look, you could well, make a mess, but you're not going to make oh like a, a, oh, I need a broom and a vacuum and a mop. Mm, and I also mm, need to wear shoes in my house for the yeah. next six to eight weeks. And my cat yeah. has to walk on the ceiling. Like, you don't have to deal with any of that shit. <laughs> Boda Box. Boda Box. Go to Boda Box, enter code what? buddies to get a message that says, Boda Box, not valid. Buddies. This doesn't exist. Boda Buddies. Boda Box for when you want little droplets of wine on every surface you leave the box on. It's like the drink ring on the bottom of a glass, yes. right? Oh, if, you're, yeah. if you're drinking a lot of something, you get a ring on the table, you go like, oh, yeah, I'm a drinker. Boda yeah, Box is like, hey, you got a little IV going, fella. <laughs> Think about this. It's also a nice little Hansel and Gretel breadcrumb so you can find me when I inevitably get kidnapped. The detectives are out there like, ah, uh, looks like we've got a trail of blood. No. <laughs> No, it's mid-priced boxed it? wine. 1997 no. Shiraz? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a Boda Box. <laughs> oh, no, now you've got the cough. Oh, no. <laughs> Nate, join us. I know, I'm yeah, next. Nate. <laughs> That's a big get out. We need it to be productive. That didn't feel productive at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, let's talk about this ransom note. Uh, first of all, though, uh, have any of us been kidnapped before or kidnapped and written a ransom note uh, for someone else? Great yeah. Um, have you heard of John Benet Ramsey? That was me. Wow, really? <laughs> you you oh, look no, a lot more I was the kidnapper, alive. by the way. I was the kid. Oh, I left okay. the ransom note. Sure. I, uh, great yeah. job covering Thanks. that up. Because everybody I thought the parents. Killer, by the way, that was the brother. Oh, okay. yeah, the there brother, was a mix sure. up. <laughs> You just wrote a note. I was in. I was gonna kidnap her, but I was never gonna kill and then her. And she wasn't there, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I prefer. Yeah. I prefer like you were hanging outside a liquor store, and <laughs> and the brother came and was like, "Could you write a ransom note for me?" And you were like, "Sure, kid." <laughs> <laughs> One ransom note for a Boda Box, please. Yeah, there we'll you do go. A fair trade. <laughs> No nota without bota. Oh God! <laughs> I I did I did have a uh, a woman I was dating pseudo kidnap me as a date theme once oh. when I was like twenty four. Oh. Was it? Were you scared? It was a very lighthearted, fanciful mm. thing. And there's absolutely nothing negative to okay. say about it. But uh, but it was definitely like, a, hey, I'm I'm picking you up after work. And we're, we're going to go do a thing. And I was like, oh, cool. What are we doing? And then I was like, oh, normal surprise, whatever. This will be okay. normal, normal. And then it was just like just not telling you anything. And we're just going to sort of drive in this direction that I'm not accustomed to going normally in things. And it was like, yeah. this is a little weird. But it was totally fine. It was absolutely okay. fine. Okay. That is scary, though. One of my best friends of years 
did that to me. Not like a big surprise. He was picking me up from the mechanic and we're, you know, leaving the mechanic and he turns left instead of right. And Mm. I have known him like such good friends, constantly very drunk together. If he was going to harm me, he had plenty of opportunities. And still when he turned left, I was like, where are you going? And he was like, you'll see. And I was like, you tell me right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a little bit of an instinct of like, you have to tell me where we're going. Like, I need I to get, know. Yeah. And this I, this was, that, that was kind of exactly the feeling I had. Because it wasn't like I was, cons- it wasn't like a sense of actual harm as much as just like, I don't, I don't like it. I, it it's mm-hmm, not, yeah. it's not a thing. Like, y- surprise me in a context where I'm surprised, not in a context where I'm, being dragged toward the surprise yeah. maybe yeah. um bring because, the surprise to me i yeah. need to know where i am right yep. right yeah 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 and that's you know we're we're both extremely controlling people and that's why uh, no. uh we're so lovable don't say that about me <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what about you chelsea have you been kidnapped um uh almost uh, Whoa. there is one time at the apartments I lived at when I was younger I there's like this big lake with a fence around it and Mm -hmm. I was a tiny child so I could fit into the bars to get into the lake and I was walking around the lake alone which normally I I had friends around so normally I would be with them but I was just walking around alone I don't know clearing my head you know as a child with all those thoughts in my Mm -hmm. head I was probably like 11 or 12 and um I was sitting down and I remember sitting by the lake and a guy came up to me and started asking if I'd seen his dog. And I said, I have not seen any dog. Oh, no. It's like a fucking said, classic kidnapper thing. And he even said, do you want to? And I didn't even really notice this. But he was like, do you want to come with me to look for him? And I said, no, thank you. But I will no. let you know if I see him. I will not get any contact information. I do not have a smoke Yeah, I'm just set up um, a smoke signal. <laughs> yeah, so I was just like, um... So I stayed on that side of the lake and I just walked around until he was gone and I walked around a little bit longer and it started getting dark. So then I walked and I was like, the apartments were on one side and then like, it was like an empty office building on the other. And I was on the side with the empty office building. So if I had like left the fence at that point, I just knew there were two entry points to the fence that I could get in. One was a bent bar by the office buildings and the other was like a drain. And so I walked all the way around to go to the drain next to the apartments. But yeah, almost got kidnapped. That's I hate that. Wow. Like that's yeah. way more hair like this was supposed to be like a joke open. And that was a way more harrowing and earnest. <laughs> like that's horrible. And also, yeah, there's like a whole Netflix documentary about a guy that was doing that exact same thing in like Don't New Jersey in the oh. in the seventies. Like that was oh, his whole thing was like going to pools, going to public pools and being like, Hey, I, I lost my dog. Can you help me find it? And then like scoops the kid and that's it right um ew yeah yeah Yeah. why would you want a kid also sorry (laughs) (laughs) that's a fair question um my thing was like i when i got back i didn't know i couldn't tell if they were doing anything wrong or they were looking for a dog and i remember i think telling my mom about it but i don't know i don't think we ever did anything so i always was worried if anything if he ever talked to a kid and ended up getting them to help look for his dog hopefully it was like a the first time he ever like tried to abduct a kid and he got rejected and he never did it yeah. again is my yeah. hope that happened in that situation. No. Oh my god, though. this is another first. 
first man's confidence that Chelsea totally crushed. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's such a weird it's such a weird ask, too, because like on one hand, I guess you have plausible deniability that it's like, hey, I just asked the kid if they'd seen my dog. And if they would help me find them. But yeah, (laughs) the question is, is like anyone goes, children not usually known for their innate forest tracking abilities when it comes to like animals, right? Like, it's not like you're asking, oh, hey, it's uh, a dearly departed crocodile hunter, Steve Irwin. Have you seen (laughs) my dog, man who is capable of... (laughs) Like finding and understanding animal behaviors. Yeah. No, we're we're talking to what you were. How old were you? You were like six. Yeah. No, well, eleven. But that's fine. I, I like six. Eleven's <laughs> the I new was six. Very small. I was very small up until like two years ago. Maybe maybe that's maybe that's what broke it. Is he was like, I think the six year old is gonna gonna be able to come with me, and he was like, no, well, I think she's eleven. She's real street smart for a six year old. <laughs> yeah. Crafty. <laughs> Thinking double digits for how crafty this potential victim is. I'm gonna get out of here. Do I not know what kids look like at specific ages? Oh, I did also have a time where a girl was like, I have given a, or somebody had given me a ride as a child, and I got in the car with them. She was very oh. nice. She let me hold her cell phone. <laughs> I've made some choices in my life. Okay, guys. Sure. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I, I, but when... she was like. This is a busy road. You shouldn't be crossing it on foot. And I was like, I don't know if crossing it in a car because you can't go across the road in a car. But you know what? I'll take you up on the offer. <laughs> that was a little too trusty. I was in elementary school. I was I was probably in like third grade, maybe. Maybe a little younger. Anyway, probably a little younger. My, my dad, who had had a full beard for most of my childhood, had shaved the beard that day oh, and had no. just oh, a mustache. God. So he came to pick me up at school and I refused to go with this man who I did not recognize. Yeah. It was like smart it was like smart. 20 minutes, 20 minutes of like, I don't know. I don't know about this guy. This isn't right. That's yeah. I Stranger danger on that one. <laughs> yeah. Good. God, that's crazy. You didn't recognize your father. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I mean, but that's like my dad has real like my dad had jet black hair and he had like mm-hmm. very thick beard. And, you know, and he's a little more olive complected than me. So it's just like, it's a very, like, if you have full, like, early 80s, thick, dark hair and a beard, and you go to now three quarters of your face is showing. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I don't have, I didn't have any context for it. I I probably (laughs) didn't even have object permanence. I think I was like 16 months old. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't even see color yet. Yeah. Did, did your dad look like Mario? Because by your description, Very I cute. felt like Mario came up. <laughs> with the mustache. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah I, I I think that under certain circumstances, it would probably be a thing. And I'm sure okay. that he I'm sure that he hated being likened to Mario for both being a plumber <laughs> in his occupation. Oh yeah, and forgot, having forgot that mustache. That. Yeah, done the mustache. Wait, was your dad Mario? Not just yeah, look like. Do you have yeah. an Uncle Luigi? Hey, what's your last name? Is it Mario? It is. It is Mario. Yeah. I changed it. I changed it to Regolia because it seemed more secular. <laughs> Wanted to get away from from the organized religion that is that Mario. is Nintendo character. <laughs> All right. Let's let's talk about this first ransom note. Oh, fine. <laughs> no, this is weird. It's really weird. So our, our story sets up that in March of 2013, a school librarian from in Philadelphia named Bridget Flynn finds a note in her basement 
And the note reads as follows. Mr. Roz, be not uneasy. You son, Charlie Brewster, be all writ. We got him. And no powers on earth can deliver out of our hand. Mm-hmm. I did my best to read it in the misspelled yeah, and broken way that it's written. Yeah, uh, bracket, open bracket, sick, close bracket. <laughs> yeah. Also, bracket, sick, with a K, <laughs> close bracket. Double sick. Double sick. <laughs> so uh, it turns out that there's a whole stack of letters that they have uh, that like are believed to be. or something? Yeah, yeah. That are believed to be the first set of, of confirmed ransom notes in American history from back in 1874. What? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? You know like, what? But that's first innovative. Of all, so good on them. That's or true. terrible on them. I don't know. I mean, here's my first note. <laughs> so they, <laughs> in one of the notes, it says, and you'll pay us a big cent too. Yeah. And my note was, hell yeah, we stand an assertive queen. Ask for what you need. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, innovative. <laughs> so this, uh, the, the, note, the notes are all addressed to a man named Christian Ross whose four-year-old son was kidnapped uh, in the Philadelphia Germantown area. So that's that's right up the road for me here. Did you do it? I did. Oh, shit. 150 <laughs> years ago. Solved it. That was easy. Okay. Uh, as always, ahoy. <laughs> so this librarian goes back, uh, talks to her husband, who's a research consultant at the University of Pennsylvania, um, so they count up, they got 22 total letters. They're all addressed to this Christian Ross person and they discover newspaper stuff. I'm, ass- I'm, I'm assuming a microfiche, uh, uh, <laughs> montage. Okay. Yeah. Like we're in the, we're in the stacks of the library. There's mm-hmm. students studying, there's students blowing each other. There's a lady <laughs> shushing. There's a ghost pushing a cart full of books. And then mm-hmm. here we got yep. these people are microfishing the night away (laughs) and they have access to like the good stuff the secret parts of the library because her husband's a researcher yeah yeah they can get into all the nooks and crannies all the crevices of the library (laughs) yeah little known fact like libraries all have like true book rooms that most Mm -hmm. people aren't allowed to go into yeah uh they're uh that's where like um you know the big book in Neverending Story that like looks like it's gonna crumble. That's where yeah. I keep those. The Ark of the Covenant from uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. It's yep. in there. Mm-hmm. Those uh, nasal implants from the first X Files. In there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> page Master and Beast Master both in there. Book of the uh, Dead. Wait, what's the one from Evil Dead? Is it Book of the Dead? Necronomicon. Oh, yeah. That's it. Thank uh, you. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> that one. All of our grim- <gasps> grimoires, etc. Yeah, the grimmest of wars. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> uh, so they, uh, yeah. So they they publish a memoir, or, or Ross, uh, the the dad of this kid, published a memoir about the kidnapping, which is uh, available online. So you can see facsimiles of these letters and things like that. And uh, the librarian's husband, uh, whose last name is Mechaton, had compared the documents with the handwriting on the letters they had and discovered mm-hmm. bum 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 it's the same handwriting they have the letters which is crazy also 
okay i have a question that is stupid <laughs> we have an um, answer that's even stupider so Absolutely. i did see photo i guess photo the like lost child posters that they made those mm -hmm. were drawings not mm -hmm. photographs so when when did we have photographs that they are in the dad's book or are those drawings too and just really compelling recreations like i don't know when we invented cameras <laughs> well we're changing the episode subject so the first photograph was in 1826 okay oh but this was 1874 so that's feasible yeah so they could have taken pictures as long as the letter can sit still for like 20 minutes while the mm -hmm. while the metal plate yeah slowly uh, oozes memory and magic <laughs> mm -hmm. as is my understanding of photography that's right that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. So we go so we go back to July 1st of 1874. Uh, the two Ross sons are taken from their family front lawn in Germantown, which is northwest of Philadelphia. The kidnappers <laughs> almost immediately release the five-year-old Walter with yeah. no real reason clear. Too annoying. Yeah. Annoying. Yeah, probably so. <laughs> he was probably like, I don't think you're missing a dog at all, mister. And they were like, fuck, this kid's on to us. <laughs> Did you see how they like got rid of him though? How they shook this kid? They they gave him a quarter and dropped him off at the corner store mm -hmm. and they were like, go in and buy some fireworks. And he was like, sure thing, mister. And went in and they were like, take it. They like slapped their horse in their carriage and took off like a shot down the street. I, I embellished toward the end, but the firework thing was yeah, real. That about right. <laughs> yeah. With a quarter, he's buying like a stadium fireworks production amount of fireworks yeah, too. how are we just back in 1874 quarters around when we gotta ask for a ransom that's a good point uh, i think probably what they're doing is like hey we got to spend money to make money oh, true. No, and true. if yeah. we let this kid blow himself up we don't have to deal with them good point <laughs> here kid go go buy an irresponsible amount of fireworks for a five-year-old how do you think that five-year-old got home like he just came out of the store with like arms full of fireworks and is like where did they go? I it's too far to walk. <laughs> I assume he Looney Tunes style tied himself to a large firework oh. and then lit the wick and it just sort of launched him back to his yep. house. Acme. Yep, that's what happened yeah. for sure. <laughs> oh, it was two days later a stranger found him and brought him home. Sorry, I'm looking at <gasps> oh, No, yeah, that's great. <laughs> They thought they were playing at the neighbor's house. As the day dragged on to the evening, he became concerned and began looking. There was no trace of the boys. Christian placed an ad in the paper. Missing persons issues were handled differently then. He didn't tell his wife <gasps> as she was off what? in Atlantic City recovering oh, okay. from an illness. So he didn't want to concern her that their children had been kidnapped. <laughs> Hi. Did he do it? <laughs> do you know, he was like, no. well... It's a, it's a real, like, they'll probably, I mean, look, it's a time when they'll probably turn up and you really don't want to. Sure. Also, yeah. let's, let's also kind of figure like, she's probably in Atlantic city recovering from hysteria or some other like yeah, made exactly. up thing. Yeah. And, and so. Have two kids. How old was the baby again? I think just a year younger. I think it was four and five. Four. Four. 
from this article. Oh, he was four? Great. Okay, four. Yeah, uh, Chelsea has article article stuff. I But I don't know how accurate this article is. I might I can't start tell. lying. I don't know what babies look like. <laughs> every every article I read has had different information, so... Well, it was a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> was it? <laughs> one, of, one of the favorite factoids I had, which was just that, like, because Philadelphia's police force was only about 30 years old when this happened... Yeah. They're, they had no precedent for, for investigating a kidnapping. So they go, so he goes to Independence Hall where police headquarters is. And they're just like, drunk people probably borrowed them and they'll give them back. Like, How is that people, not a problem? Drunk, pe- <laughs> drunk people abscond with children all the time, just, just as a larf. That's what we do. They're playing a prank. <laughs> so then three days later, the first ransom letter arrives at their store in downtown Philly. Um, so the, you get this uh, note that says, you will have to pay us before you get him from us and pay us a big cent too. There's the mm-hmm. one Kelly was referencing. Just if you put the cops hunting for him, you is only defeating you own end. This one also riddled with spelling errors. Um, <clears throat> then five days later, a second letter shows up. This is the lever that moved the rock that hides him from you. $20,000, not $1 less, impossible, impossible, you cannot get him without it. I loved the impossible, impossible. It brought such drama to the <laughs> ransom note. It was like hyphen, impossible, exclamation mark, it, ex- impossible, exclamation mark. Like, it really oh. does make it feel kind of fictional, right? Like there's yeah. almost, like it's yeah. almost a little overwritten at this point. Like, wait, do they even have him? This this kind of does come back to, like, a, a John Benet Ramsey thing where it's like, yeah. uh, did they already kill the kid? And now they're just really trying to figure something out and they need to make it yeah, sound more yeah. dramatic because they legit don't know what to do. Well, and especially the this is the lever that moved the rock. You're immediately like, Jesus, <laughs> like that kid's uh, dead. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's coming back in three days. <laughs> Plus, twenty thousand dollars was four hundred thousand dollars worth of money that's a lot to ask yep and they didn't have a lot of money then because he lost his money in the crash of 18 yeah <laughs> yeah the, that the big 18 crash that happened that we're, we're all very familiar with 18 murmur. 18 quick cue about that uh I, we don't know the date. This is horrible speculation. Like, are you going to ask me to clarify more? Well, I no, I was just going to say that this is like during Reformation. So, yeah. Which mm-hmm. kind of crash do we think caused that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, pro- probably mm-hmm. that one. Probably that one. Capitalism crashes all the time. We just only That's highlight the times when it crashes so bad that it hurts rich people. Yeah. Historically. <laughs> I'm serious. That's how it's written. No, I mean, you're right. You're right. <laughs> In 50 years, nobody's going to be talking about 2009 or about the last two years. They're just going to be like, eh, there was yeah. that de- that Great Depression, though. Woo! <laughs> what a great one. Okay. While we were riffing, <laughs> I had to look up uh, how much... Speaking of JonBenet Ramsey, mm-hmm. I had to look up what that <laughs> ransom note was. It was it was significantly less. It was 118000 Wow. That's very. That's kind of specific. So that's part of the JonBenet Ramsey conspiracy yeah. is how specific it was that's a different episode okay <laughs> the first time chelsea learns more about john benet ramsey Ooh, that's that is a great subgenre of this podcast the first time any of us learns about something yeah. is a really good way to just make up a little ground when we feel like it yeah um 
So uh, Ross shows this these uh, letters to the police, and the police are like, "Oh shit! I guess we better do something." Doop 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 doop. Um, and they tell him, "Don't pay the guy because that's just going to inspire other people to do the same thing." And then they put handbills all over Philadelphia, uh, all the way to Trenton. So we're talking Philadelphia to Western New Jersey. <laughs> we're we're really covering a lot of ground. <laughs> about about the kid's disappearance. Um, so the press finds out and a bunch of concerned parents who are also worried demand that the letters be released because they want to know what's going on. We're having a genuine public panic freak out not seen until uh, the satanic panic again, really. Or uh, or the Son of Sam kind of situation. Like everybody's just, oh, fuck, you got to tell us. You got to tell us about this. Because yeah. this happened to one person one time, but it scares me so much that everyone has to know so we can all be scared. I mean, this was a national story, right? Like, oh, people yeah. were, I mean, first American ransom note, people were like, what the fuck? Yep. <laughs> yeah. We're, what? They were like, what? really? So who, who takes it? It's what you said earlier. Who who wants to take a kid? For a child? Yeah. What, what good is it? <laughs> like, just leave him there. And just gonna pick him. his nose. What are you gonna do with them? That's why they left the other one. They were like, "Oh, he's so sticky." Uh, so the, mayor, the the authorities refused to publish the letters. But uh, on July twenty fourth of that year, the mayor's office announces that they're going to post a twenty thousand dollar reward for information leading to the kidnappers. Which again, huge amount of money. Where is so this money, money coming from? Yeah. Uh, well, this was like a really rich neighborhood, and it was. But this couple, like you said, Chelsea, they had lost their money and in the panic of eighteen seventy three. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> there it is. Oh, just the year before. Um that explains how they're still in that house. Yeah, mm-hmm. so they just got targeted because their house was big and there wasn't but their bank account wasn't. <laughs> Fucking wet bandits came into Fucking town because they were like bandits. rich neighborhood. Yep. But this part was but- so like the more things change, the more they stay the same. Like parents panicking mm-hmm. over this, authorities withholding information, a bunch of conspiracy theorists and cranks and private detectives come out of the woodwork as spiritualists yes. are there. I was like, yes. we've got the psychics. <laughs> like some guy wrote a song about it. He was oh, yeah. Eric Claptoning all over the place. Like, <laughs> damn. <laughs> could have happened like when did this happen was it yesterday or was it 100 years ago and in early august the chief of the philadelphia police led a search of every building (laughs) in the city every building (laughs) now i think i think all of us were subjected to some form of a locker search at some point during school maybe i don't know we we had at least one locker search when i was in high school which was which was more limited than the whole place but imagine that Somebody like a guy comes and is like, "Hey, you got a kid in there? Yeah. <laughs> Show me. Prove it. Oh, that's not turn the out one. your okay, wallet. Cool. We'll Do your pockets." Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because this is a national story, the police in New York receive a lead, a seasoned criminal named Gil Mosher, who uh, is quote. Now this comes from the article, so I'm not. This is not my emphasis. Quote: Greedy for the reward. Told uh, <laughs> Superintendent George Walling that his brother William. And a friend of theirs named Joseph Douglas fit the descriptions of the kidnappers and uh, would have probably been the ones who did it. Mosher's brother-in-law is also a former NYPD officer 
mm-hmm. who had been fired for mm-hmm. crime. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so uh, basically the chief of police was like, hey, look, we'll give you your job back if you mm-hmm. help us connect to these other knuckleheads that you know mm-hmm. who probably kidnapped the kid. So uh, what a tangled web we weave. God, the NYPD has always sucked. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, what it what it proves is that, yeah, there's there is a legacy like all all crime solving involves some form of impropriety because like there's not actually a way to do it to like prevent or address any of these things without somehow negotiating with people who are gnarly. It wasn't really the uh, the I'll give you your job back, although it kind of was. You're forgiving, whatever, whatever, whatever. The uh, wh- I'm g- uh, whatever. A <laughs> cab. Hashtag yeah, A cab. <laughs> this guy. This guy then becomes uh, starts acting as a double agent. So he's informing the kidnappers of the police and vice versa. Yeah. He is. He's playing both sides. He's one of those bad apples. Yeah. Oh man, got a barrel full of stank now. <laughs> So the New York and Philly police search uh, for this guy for months, during which time 23 letters get written. Uh, Christian Ross's memoir contains the text of all the letters except for the fifth letter. And uh, we don't know anything about that because that fifth letter was not in the uh, Flynn basement collection either. What's in that letter? One wonders if there are, see, this is where conspiracy theories come from, right? Like, were there super specific details in that letter that no one wants to know about? Or was it like a fit of rage, throw it in the fire, I miss my son so bad? Like, what happened to that letter? Yeah, yeah. Or did he sign his own name at the bottom and go, fuck, these aren't (laughs) going to work now. Letter six, he's got (laughs) to remain consistent. He's like, well, I wrote letter five, even if I didn't mail it. (laughs) Uh Uh, so by December of 1874, those two main primary suspects die of gunshot wounds after a failed robbery attempt in Long Island. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of them, Douglas, confesses that he and Mosher had kidnapped Charlie Ross. And then he died before he had a chance to say anything else about it. They would like give him back, right? They were like, he's fine and we'll give him back. Yeah, he did say something. Or I don't know. The reports are weird. It sounds like he was slowly dying for like two hours in this and like talking to this guy that he was trying to rob, I guess. But in the aftermath, everybody was like, there was a robbery. They are dead now. (laughs) Nobody like got clear statements about what he was saying about the kidnapping. So I don't know. Nobody knows. Yeah. Yeah. It's a real I mean, and what? Because we don't have we don't have body cam footage we don't have any sort of real record Mm -mm. so it's sort of like well the people who were there were witnesses and said that he said this thing and he died so we don't really know for certain what went down because it is it is it is weird i just like to think that charlie is still alive (laughs) yeah i mean he would be well over 100 years old yeah he's immortal (laughs) now after being kidnapped that is the fountain of youth He's a little Highlander. Oh, yeah. Oh, cute. <laughs> or maybe he's dead. Or he lived a very long, beautiful life. Yeah, is what I would want to say. Let's go with that. Maybe it was just okay. Maybe they were just like, you know what? Maybe we just raise this kid with love and we give him a happy home. Maybe it was a happier scenario than his his father. Maybe Walter ended up having a terrible time. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I like to imagine it like a Pixar movie. You know? Yeah. Up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
He just he just got to go up. But it's just the kid and not the parents who keep having miscarriages. It's the opposite direction. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> More like down, down? am I right? <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> they lived a life of adventure. It's only Thank sad you. if you let it be. Officially, no one ever figured it out. A grand jury ended up convicting William Westerfeld, the cop, for complicity in the kidnapping. And he served seven years in Eastern State Penitentiary in Philadelphia. Oh, no, Um, that's a bad one. Probably. It Uh, is. (laughs) Is it? (laughs) I read a lot of true crime and also haunted things. Great. that's one of the places where they intersect. Actually, hold on. Eastern State. No. Never mind. I feel like I feel like Eastern State is a uniquely named penitentiary where you could be like, oh, yeah, I go to Eastern State. Yeah. Well, yeah. You can still do ghost tours there, by the way. Ooh, we should do that. Come come out here. Come out here. We'll go. We'll go into Germantown. We'll find these letters and then we'll go to Eastern State. Yes. (laughs) Perfect. (laughs) First field trip. (laughs) Yeah, this is a good idea. This is a really good idea. Uh so officially, Charlie Ross never returned home. That is that is the official story. Yeah. But never returned home is what the story is, which does not preclude a life of adventure. True. Or something else. Could have done anything. Lots of lots of things don't return home, right? Oh yeah. Me, for example. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't think of any like well, I can't think of I don't know, brain empty, of any like famous explorers around that time. Like were we done with the West? Not yet. No, it was kind of in that you would have been on the latter sort of the, the death knell of the Wild West is is yeah. happening by the by the 1880s. It's sort of like, OK, the cowboy thing is wearing thin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Things are going to get a little more normalized and uh, corporatized and all that. But the Yukon could have gone to oh, Canada. Yeah. It's true. Okay, well. And then we'd never know, because you go to Canada, you're as good as dead. Uh, yeah, records can't come back across the border. Everybody knows that. <laughs> <laughs> there were so many people who claimed to be him, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't there were, that weird? We had just dozens upon dozens of people, apparently. And yeah, there were five remaining Ross children, so it's not like they were real. like, Sure, they were hurt, but they were like, let's just replace it. With, They're only we, we'll a make sixth hurt, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Christian Ross dies in 1897 at age 73. His wife, Sarah, in 1912 at age 79. So whenever we're talking about, like, them having a sixth, like, so many children after that, like, is it you lose children at that time because they didn't have good medical, right? Is that mm. right? Like, people lost children at young ages pretty consistently? Oh, Yeah. Yeah. So was it like... I wonder how different it is or whether it is really different. I mean, I'm sure it's like, it's still horrible, but it's also kind of like... Yeah, Mm -mm. yeah. So, because that's what I always, whenever I read about people having lots of children, it's so they can have more workers on their farm. Yeah, you need the labor. But still, I think that, uh, I mean, you know, infant and mother mortality uh weren't great then and are declining in america today so tragically uh, horrible right now happy news um uh well i had a thought that i bumped myself out and pushed it right out of my brain (laughs) (laughs) 
for what it's worth, it does say that both Christian and Sarah spent the rest of their lives and their money looking for their son. So it's not like they full on abandoned him, um, though they did have additional children. And they spent three times as much as the ransom looking for him. So, yeah, I don't think that they did it. Yeah. Oh, I don't think they did it. Or if they did, it wasn't about money. Yeah. I feel like it's likely that the people who confessed did do it and that they probably just meant to kidnap him and then killed him. It's probably what happened. It seems like, you know, uh, you would just do something stupid. You'd be drunken, bank robbing louts and uh, smack a kid too hard or something and then realize like, oh, shoot. Well, this is screwed up. Maybe we can still get money out of the guy. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I was wondering just like what the conversation between the two kidnappers were. were like, yeah. let's write him a note. <laughs> Like, how did that write him a note? Like, let's. I have an idea. Like, did one of them be like, I have an idea. Let's write a note. (laughs) Neither of us are good at this, but let's try it. Do you think that they were like, well, your handwriting's nicer. You should do it. (laughs) (laughs) Also, the description was like, and they wrote this letter in a shaky hand. That handwriting is beautiful. That's like calligraphy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because you were oh. you were taught like penmanship in school back then, right? So like even if you went through elementary school before you dropped out to become a lout, you were <laughs> you were de- you were provided those basic skills. I mean, ostensibly, I went through that as well. <laughs> I learned <laughs> cursive. Oh yeah, and we don't do that shit anymore. No. Although, what's more satisfying than writing like a cursive L now and again? Mm, mm, mm. I could do lowercase, uppercase. Can't remember which way the loop goes. <laughs> oh man, that's fair. <laughs> it's beautiful. Oh, Nate knows. It's beautiful. Nate knows. You, get to, you get to make swoosh noises while you do it I was too. Like, I'm getting it crossed with an S. I'm struggling. Oh, I'm just gonna do. Oh, I'm no, just gonna you. do print. I'm just gonna do print. <laughs> just, just do that S that you wrote in your notebook, where you draw three vertical lines and three vertical lines below it, and then S. you make. Yeah. Yeah, I change yes. every letter to S for that. <laughs> anytime i write somebody and i know it's just did a snake write this ransom note <laughs> the next high profile ransom kidnapping doesn't happen until 1900 after this edward kadehi jr is the uh i believe the kidnapping victim i actually don't i didn't oh. take a good note on that um <laughs> now while Kidnapper or e uh <laughs> Now, uh, so this is reverberant culturally, because in 1936, at the Democratic National Convention in Philadelphia, the newspaper columnist H.L. Mencken writes that uh, a prank is played when everyone's waiting for FDR to come out on stage, where someone gets on the PA and says continually that they are basically asking Charles Ross to come to the press area. (laughs) Wouldn't it be crazy if he did? (laughs) Right. Hey. Oh, hey, I'm here. (laughs) Yeah, more of a college guy, but anymore. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There's also a rumor that's unsubstantiated, but I kind of like the idea that "don't take candy from strangers" might have come from this. They did. Like when they cased the joint, they kept giving the kids candy to like familiarize themselves. Isn't that weird? Yeah. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> it's oh, real no, simple. It's, it's real. It's true. What do kids like? They like candy. Well, let's just give them candy until they come with us. I mean, 
effective. They said I like puppies. No. Mm. See? Cute things. See, it's harder to deliver on that. It's true. You can't be like, oh, I've got one in my pocket, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, like... if he did, I probably would have, I would have been like, puppy, yes. Okay, let me hang out with the puppy. <laughs> oh, no, I'm giving them tips. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That's all right. This is a comedy podcast. Nothing we say here has any real impact on the world. Um, there's also something called the Charlie Ross Project, which is a major missing persons database that is named. <laughs> for him i was wondering about that because whenever i was dispatching i've never heard of that but you like there is the um morgan nick alert i think is that what it's called the girl who was abducted in oklahoma arkansas she was abducted like in the early 90s and that is like the main alert that's used for missing children but i've never heard of the charlie project and i had to do a lot of missing person database searches yeah, because I know the, I know of Amber Alerts being a, mm-hmm. a thing that that is also named for uh, a girl named Amber. Mm-hmm. She's really interesting because for a long time, until I understood that it was actually named for a kid, I thought it was like the color Amber. Like that's weird. I did too. You know, oh, but that's cool. also probably because we grew up in the post nine eleven hellscape that was like a, a different color will declare how in danger you are, and you're like, oh, oh well, Amber, God. that seems <laughs> warm and relatively not terrible. Why are they associating that with a kid being abducted? You know what I always thought of, though, when I thought it was the, I guess maybe I didn't think it was the color. I thought it was the substance. Like, I thought that it was like amber, like the mosquitoes, Jurassic Park. And I was like, it's a weird way. Did you think 311 was involved? Oh, yeah. What's that song? Amber is the color of your energy. Whoa, whoa. (laughs) Amber is the color of energy. There it is. Thank yeah. you. Great. It's classic. <laughs> Might be able to clear the rights on this one. <laughs> I just want to talk about one of the guys who said that he was I've already forgotten his name. Is it the baby. Charlie. Again? Gustav Blair. Yeah. Gustav Blair came forward and was like, I'm him. And the family was like, No, you're not. But then a court was like, Fine, you're him. <laughs> so <laughs> legally he was and then uh later the family had his dna tested against his actual siblings and it was like a 99.9 percent match like undeniably he is their blood relative so it was a lie but crazy how do you just like go to a court and be like i'm that person (laughs) i would like to do that for a lot of things like (laughs) i mean wouldn't wouldn't you wouldn't you just want to be like, no, I'm, I'm actually, I'm Bill Walmart. Like, give me the yeah, money. Yeah, it's yeah. me, Bill Walmart. <laughs> it's a me. You're slipping into your Mario <laughs> heritage. It's a me, a Bill Walmart. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! This is this is an interesting tidbit. So Charlie's grand nephew, Chris Ross, is a nine-term Pennsylvania state representative. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and as, as far as he says, the family has no knowledge of any of those papers dating back to Christian Ross existed. So like, no, like it never got down the line. Now, what I'm wondering is, I mean, uh, so conspiracy concept one is that, yeah, maybe maybe Charlie did just escape and he mm-hmm. lived in that basement. He took all the notes to, as proof that he had been kidnapped and he went and hid in that basement and he basically lived like uh what what's the justin long movie that we all watched 
Barbarian. Yeah, maybe oh. he lived like a barbarian, just underground for the rest of his life, thinking that one yeah. day he would emerge, but realizing like, oh, I actually like it better down here. Yeah, wait, we should be looking into like haunted stories in the area, not yeah. adventurers. Ooh. We need to see what the folklore is. What are the urban legends? Who's our Boo Radley? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got a new angle for you. Yep. PIs. We're going to solve it. We're going to solve, gonna solve it. it. I think we're going to mm-hmm. solve it. Maybe by the end of the podcast. Honestly. It's true. I, th- I think we're really almost there. <laughs> I've got a map behind me. <laughs> it's your murder board with all the red string. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In 1875, Pennsylvania becomes the first state to change the crime of kidnapping from a misdemeanor to a felony. They're like, oh, hey. How is that a misdemeanor? Because, you know, because you just because the police were just like, it's probably just drunks. They're yeah, going to take the kids, kids and they're going to sober fun. up and bring the kids back because they like <laughs> they think this is funny and they wouldn't dare do anything to the kids while they're drunk. I mean, we wouldn't imagine that happening. So just it, it'll sort itself out. So is it weirdly a better time or a time when people didn't talk about stuff? What is happening? No, no. What I, world is this? Chelsea, I think I think you hit something very important on the head, which is. Yeah, I think it's a time where people don't talk about the stuff no. that happens. Like, I don't, because I don't, I don't think that, like, I think the idea that we have become fundamentally more corrupted over time is kind of a false flag that leads to authoritarianism. Yeah. Mm, the idea okay. that somehow, like, oh, people are more troublesome now, so we have to put our boot on their necks harder to keep them in line. Right. Uh, no, no, people used to do all sorts of horrible shit. Like, those drunks uh, almost certainly, like, raped those it wasn't kids good. Yeah. and then bring them back. And, that was and they're like, whoops, I'm sobered right? up. You get out of no. here. It was before Silent Generation, right? I'm trying to think of like what it produced. Would that have been? No, that would have been later. They're like 1930s, right? I'm sorry. Yeah, 90s. yeah, because yeah. it would have been, yeah, I guess Silent, uh, Forgotten, wait. Is the Forgotten before the Silent or the Forgotten? I think after? Silent and then Lost Generation is World War, after World War One, and then Greatest is after World War, or during World War Two. Yeah, it gets yeah, real yeah. it gets real weird in there um so yeah maybe maybe it is silent generation or lost generation people but i but yeah i think the point is is it's like the oh, our sense of how safe communities were was shaken by the fact that these things became more evidently public and and it became more clear that the machinations that we had designed were actually not capable of preventing it right yeah. like having a police force doesn't actually prevent these things from happening it no, really only deters people who wouldn't have done it anyway now. yeah exactly mm-hmm. i think it's also like uh like a not just that the stories are more prevalent but that we get to spy on each other's behavior more Ooh. prevalently yeah. oh yeah it's like yeah. i don't know when i was a kid even and now i did have negligent parents so maybe this is not an appropriate anecdote but it was sort of like get out of the house and come back when the yeah. sun comes down, right? right? Like, yeah, I was a free range. Same. I mean, I had to be at the house to babysit, but my siblings were free range. <laughs> so, like, and kids don't get that anymore, even though kidnapping and crime rates are significantly lower. So, oh yeah, I think oh, yeah. part of that is like, well, did you see that Susan up the street let the kids out, like? You know, I think that it's some of that. Yeah, because the the kind of surveillance nature of things, the the overcorrection of yeah, a, a couple of because because yeah. really we're talking we're talking about one major 
kidnapping and ransom note. Right. And it takes 25 full years before another one reaches that point. Now, some of that, yeah, okay, maybe some of that is like nobody in the media wants to pick it up. But at the same time, knowing how media works, mm-hmm. if it had happened, it would have been picked up, right? It's not like somebody's going to be like, no, that's not a significant enough ransom note for me to cover two <laughs> years later. Like, they'd be like, oh, shit, it's an epidemic of ransom notes. Like, it right. would have been in the news. So, so it appears that, yeah, it's just this constant ratcheting of fear of the unknown and fear of neighbor and everything else. And all these things are built in together, right? The reason why gun sales are up all the time is because we're constantly told to be afraid of each other yeah. and, and or afraid of losing access to guns, which is a whole other. We're, we're, this is not a podcast about that. Uh, <laughs> Later episode. Hashtag. We yeah, talk a lot yeah. about guns. <laughs> yeah. But... <laughs> This goes into Stranger Danger and Dungeons and Dragons and Satanic Panic oh, and all these other yeah. things that, okay. that directly impacted our lives, right? Where like, I I mean, I grew up very rural, so I could kind of like go do whatever. But I also didn't really have anybody to go to. So it was like you would ride mm-hmm. your bike up a dirt road for yeah. several blocks. And then you would get to your one friend who lived in the neighborhood's house. And you could go run around the five acres or whatever. And then that was it. And yeah, like exactly. occasionally you'd see a bear or something terrifying. But you wouldn't like... <laughs> It was never an evil uh, duo of drunks who were like, hey, come here. Um, I mean, no, I had those, too. I just didn't <laughs> go with them. <laughs> well, sure, sure. <laughs> we didn't have bears, though. We had wild boars. Do you remember that wild boar tweet that went viral? Oh, yeah, yeah. A while yeah. back. That was also, that, that was a that was a pro-gun situation, right? Everybody was yeah, like, was, we, got, we was. need our guns to shoot these wild boars. It was. Uh, but I remember when it came out being like, yeah, no, wild boars. <laughs> like, people are acting like that doesn't happen. That happens. <laughs> I'm actually, I think that I'm, like, remembering it wrong. I bet probably it was, like, one neighbor with a pot belly pig who sometimes was in the backyard. <laughs> like, I bet that I have this all twisted around. But whatever, wild boars. <laughs> <laughs> so these letters get off. The letters go for $20,000. What are the chances? <laughs> like, Isn't that wild? That's like crazy. that's that's a that's a cheeky auctioneer, right? Like you're not. I mean, I guess I guess it's an auction, so it's got to get to twenty thousand. But the fact yeah. that everybody like dips out when it hits twenty thousand, like only one person is willing to be either has deep enough pockets or is willing right. to be sort of that on the nose. Maybe maybe that's maybe there's like a secret like auction vibe where it's just like, oh man, that person's gross. You know, you that never you never question. buy the letter for the <laughs> for the ransom. Oh, you <laughs> You're saying they think he's hack. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Ugh. It's gauche. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wondered, the person who won uh, wished to remain anonymous. I bet you can find out if you look hard mm-hmm. enough. I didn't. Um, said they did it in, like, the name of preservation. Like, I want to mm-hmm. give this to the, I, like, I want to loan it out to the local museum or whatever. That was, like, a true crime obsessed fanatic right yeah like i think I mean, that this was somebody with like a weird collection of like i bet when you go to their house you're like now how many john wayne gacy paintings did you say you had like right. <laughs> i don't know about them <laughs> yeah it's also that kind of like preservation of your family legacy as kidnappers you mean oh bum, shit. Bum, bum. oh shit or Oh my God! Maybe Chelsea's thing is right, and this is Charlie. He's oh, still there alive. You go. Yeah, Don't he's got the Holy Grail. 
He's got the Holy Grail. He can go out one day a year into the world. <laughs> he buys stuff that reminds him of his kidnapping, goes back, continues living forever. The end of this story is him at the auction house. He gets it. You only see the back of his head. And then he walks out smiling and he puts on sunglasses. But you don't see his full face. But that's him. And you just feel that that's him. <laughs> you know, you can tell. And what there's a song that plays as he's walking out. Like, I don't know what song it is, but it's the one it's that, that people s- download after watching the movie. It's that song um, that guy wrote about. It was called Bring Back Our Darling when he was kidnapped. Oh, perfect. (laughs) He's like, I'm back, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, when you started describing that, Chelsea, and you like started to mime sunglasses, I imagined his the baby face from the flyers still on his (laughs) adult human body. He still has a little curl right here. It's just that's what gives him away is the little curl. The little curl. Yeah. He takes off his trench coat and he's still dressed like it's 1870. <laughs> like he's a baby in 1874. <laughs> <laughs> With like frills. It's, it's like a it's a christening gown, I think, it, is what it looks like, right? Doesn't it? <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking about, urban legends. We gotta go out there, find out what the stories are. <laughs> we got we got three kidnapped kids in a trench coat buying stuff at auctions. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god, the the younger brother, no, older brother, uh older? the one who didn't get kidnapped, he had yeah. to identify the bodies of the just of the guys of who died children? in the machine. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Just asking a little kid. Yeah, and it's just like a standby kid. me moment. They're just like, "Hey kid, you want to see a body?" And he's like, he's like nah. "Yeah." And then <laughs> yeah, it's like, like, "No. I don't." <laughs> yeah. yeah. If I tell you that this is him, do I have to come back? Mm. right this is the answer is still yes because (laughs) the police at that time are like we would also like to kidnap you this is actually kind of fun and you're like okay usually i just gotta write parking tickets for horses it's gross i get poop everywhere can i have a quarter for fireworks yeah Yeah. that's my toll actually inflation two quarters baby (laughs) oh shit (laughs) what are you gonna buy the whole store yes I think it's time for the mouth guard report. The mouth guard report. Open wide. Yay. Oh. I forgot until just this moment that I have Did a you have horrible story to tell you. Ooh. <sighs> Guys, are you sitting down? No. no, but what? just just a second. Okay. <laughs> Foley work. Yeah, good. You've got to sit down two times for this story. Oh my god, you're going to hate it. Lean back? Okay. So, the other night. How do I want to start this story? Um oh. So the other night I went in uh to put in my mouth guard, right? Bedtime, brush my teeth, go to grab mm-hmm my mouth guard and I see blood pooled in the bottom of my top retainer. And I was like, Oh, God damn, have I been like that inconsistent lately? Because when I first started wearing the Invisalign, there was one morning where I like, logged on to work, 
uh, hadn't like taken them out yet for my like before my first meeting Mm -hmm. and I smile on zoom and I can see blood in them because like straightening my teeth I don't know was disruptive and so I thought that that's what happened and I was like what like how did and how did I not notice it this morning when I took them out so I pick it up and I have had an earwig infestation at the house there was a fucking earwig in my goddamned retainer. No. No. Oh my God. And so oh I texted God. the two of you instantly, like right. hadn't cleaned it yet, was just staring at it in horror. And I was like, I have something. <laughs> the next mouth guard report. <laughs> like, so there, so there, there wasn't blood. There was just an earwig that is just of... an earwig, like well, nestled. And I'm not saying just an earwig. They look like little. Uh, Oh my god! God. Like I cleaned it. I tried, Mm -hmm. but I can't. I know. I know what it's seen. I can't put that in my mouth. (laughs) I'm like sweaty. My heart rate is up just thinking about it. Just telling you this story. Earwigs are one of the most. Why do they look like that? Disconcerting insects, right? Why are they like you got you got head pincers, you got butt pincers. Why the butt pincers? You got you got this wriggly millipedic action going on. Yeah, yeah, no, no thanks. Um it's like I mean it's like a silverfish, like a dark silverfish. Oh god. Like if there was one that was good and one that was bad, but they're both not good, right? They're both not good. So I'm just That's a nightmare. Yes. Could you maybe like Soak it in have, like I've done it. peroxide. I've soaked it in everything. God, that's horrible. I'm just gonna have to pay for a new one. Like I'm just gonna yeah. have to go to the dentist and be like, I know insurance won't cover it, but, but or I'll just earwig. let my teeth get crooked again. Maybe Whatever. It was an like, experience, earwig? and I don't need to. I'll give. Yeah. Maybe they'll give it to you for free. Just explain <laughs> like, the situation. Listen. Just explain the situation. Doctor Allman, take pity on you. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Figured I'd go first, so you guys could turn yeah, it around. Smart. No, no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I have been possibly to my discredit. We talked about how the Garf would come to me, would find yeah. me. I have been, I have been making myself open mm-hmm. to the universe to present a Garf. That's the first step. I, I have, I have not yet, I have not yet received you Garf. Give it time. Um, okay, but no, you know, I, uh, I, I, I did. I got like excited about that, like alarm clock that I think that we all saw. Yeah. That's really cool. I was like, oh, that would be great if that. But no, there's just not. Like I need, I need, uh, I just need a garf. I just need a garf to come. <laughs> so it's gonna feel right, and there's no deadline. Yeah, <laughs> listeners in the in the traditional style of of televangelism, um, I'd like you to send in twenty five dollars so that we can uh, pray garf together that garf will present uh, itself. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. and by Cadillacs. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> Garfalax. Oh, oh that sounds like a cattle garf. Medication. Yeah, yeah. Gar- Garfalax yeah. is the thing that you give Garfield after he's had too much cheese from the lasagna. Yeah. You need yeah. to yeah. get him moving again. Yep. <laughs> Sorry, Garf. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. I. I mean, I have. I have. I guess there's like there's bug stuff, right? Like I got bug stuff because. Okay, oh, uh, hey, I have bug stuff too. We all maybe. It's yeah, like yeah. Let's. We're, we're gonna do. We're gonna do a little. I want to hear about your bugs. It's not just. Yeah, Kelly, you're not the only person who's getting Mouth bugged out here. Bug report. Mouth <laughs> bug <laughs> report. 
yeah um because 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 of where we are and it's like more humid and everything we occasionally get they they are technically a type of cockroach but they're just like an individual <laughs> large beetle that will occasionally appear and they're almost like yeah. just sort of oh there's one in like the back bathroom downstairs or uh-huh. uh, like the other day uh, Magnolia found one that was like under uh, one of the like sideboard things and was just like fucking with it. So I sure. went over there to be like, what are you doing? And of course, it's like, oh, disgusting. Don't don't fuck with that. <laughs> I don't want you to do that. Um, but otherwise, she does adorable things like, uh, let's say, like uh, a sugar ant is walking uh, across the floor. She'll walk over and just like lick it up. And then that's it. She's like, yum. <laughs> okay. I didn't know yum. what a sugar ant was. And I was like, is that like a sugar daddy? But just a normal removed a little yeah. bit? Oh. It's a sugar <laughs> uncle's wife. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, that makes yeah. more sense. Yeah, yeah. That. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we have uh, cicadas that have that have yeah. risen. Now, this isn't yeah. a big cicada year because it's every seven years that there's a real mm-hmm. big deal. But we had a few come out, um, so I have seen a few of them like hanging around, including uh, one that was on. We have like little wood retaining walls around sort of the center uh, sitting area. Look, we're gonna, you're gonna have to come out here and visit. We're gonna do a podcast yeah. in the backyard. It's gonna be a blast. Bonfire. Um, we're gonna do our first yeah, bonfire. Or... Yeah, uh, it, we we totally can. I want to get a fire pit for it, and it would be perfect for that. It is designed to sit around a fire pit. Um, perfect. So uh, now we had uh, just the other day. I found a little cicada husk that was oh, just yeah, sort of clinging that. to the wall, oh. and just a little bit up on the lawn, a hole about a half an inch in diameter oh. because cicadas burrow. And then yeah. they dig out and they go, okay, I'm ready to fly. So then they climb over here and then they're like, okay. And then they pop out and fly around. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's it's fun. Bugs are interesting. Did you ever uh, like put the cicada exoskeleton on your clothes? You just pop them. No one, no one in school. And you just, I was a weird kid. It's fine. No, I mean, I was I was trying to show it to my wife and she was not having that. I was like, oh, you're still I, doing look, it. He's got a little. <laughs> yeah. Other, ooh, I, I do. I have a lot of bug news. The other day, I saw a very bright Great. green praying mantis on our uh, on our little front ivy. Yes, I do. If you could I do have a super picture. chat, that would be appreciated. I will. I will do that. This I will do that. Loves bugs. Kelly it, knows this. <laughs> I do. Last year, we had two that came to live on our front on our back porch. Um, oh. Both of them were like like kind of a sandy brown color. Which I hadn't really seen ever. I mean, I've only mm-hmm. seen so many praying mantises because they're rare in Colorado and here yeah. they're prevalent. But um, this one uh, definitely had a, a male caller visit oh. because oh. I watched it huddle and gestate and get huge. Mm. And then one day it just wasn't around anymore. And oh, then hey. uh, recently on our porch, I saw the tiniest, like literally like a three quarter oh. inch praying mantis. So wherever she <laughs> laid them babies... They came, they came running around. It was really cute. I didn't get a chance to take a picture of it, but it, it was adorable. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Good good praying mantis stuff. Um, and what was the... I had one more bug thing. I don't remember. Never mind. It's okay. okay. <laughs> It'll come back to me. I'll start talking about my mouth guard stuff and then my bug stuff. But if you remember your bug thing, then please interrupt me because I would love to hear about it. She loves, um, she loves a bug. It's true. I do love a bug. Um, <laughs> spiders, not so much. Uh, I do. We'll talk about that on a different date. Yeah, that's a whole um, My thing. mouth guard. <laughs> uh, I traveled recently. The last week I was gone. That's why we couldn't record. And um, I did not get to. So I've been using that like my circle buzz mm-hmm. 
cleaner. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, it's fine. I'll just go ahead and do what I've been doing where I brush it with like mouthwash. It should be fine. Oh my God. I can't. Once you go to something else that you can't like, I was like, why does this smell like metal? This is awful. Why does it still smell? Even though I, and I even like had to soak it in mouthwash and I was like, this is still terrible. Um, It also could be because I haven't gotten a new, a new, I I haven't done my mold. I've gotten Mm -hmm. the Remy Mm -hmm. stuff. I haven't done my mold. You guys know me. I am not good at doing stuff when I receive Listen, it. They're going to send me another hard. one in like a month. And I'm going to be like, well, I'm sorry. Or they're going to charge me as if I had one. We'll find out what happens. But yeah, I was shocked. So uh still recommend getting one of those little ball cleaners because they are so good. Um, And my retainer doesn't smell bad, which it's really nice. hard to get bad smells out of them. And my bug news is very gross. So hopefully it'll be like in between the two. Um, <laughs> I was, we have like a little bit of a fruit fly infestation. Mm. 100% my fault from having a bunch of fruit out. Yeah. Um, and I went down to go wash some dishes. And I was scrubbing the dishes and then I looked over at where my sponge was. And there was just a bunch of maggots. And then I looked at the sponge I was using and it was. <gasps> oh. oh no. I put that in a Ziploc bag and put it in the trash. But yeah, I have a little bit of a maggot infestation. Thank you very much. We're fucking going through it with the bugs, dude. Yeah, we oh, yeah. are. It's bug time, guys. Which your bug stories have been delightful. Yeah, you thought Kelly, I never want to hear about your wigs again. I'm going to be honest with you. Those are I, bugs that I'm okay with. I also don't want to about. hear about them again. Yeah, yeah, no, no thanks. No thanks. Absolute best part of summer on the East Lighting Coast. bugs? Like walking bugs. home and seeing fireflies absolutely so yes yes yeah. the best part jenny and i went to delaware shakespeare company did a uh did macbeth and it's just it's this oh, outdoor cool. performance thing so they do a very like interesting progressive performance of macbeth um super cool show we're walking back it's all done in like it's just out in these like near the woods fields that are just north Damn, of town. So did here. the witches look like real cool? Like out <gasps> yeah, yeah, the, oh, the witches, all these fireflies. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was uh, it was badass. And and as we're walking out, like you just have fireflies are just rising up in the woods and everything. And oh. even even over the last couple of weeks, like I I'll go walk to uh, to her work just to walk her back if it's after dark. Cute. And you're just walking back through First town, and it's like fireflies, fireflies. Oh, I love that. It's glorious. It is such a cool thing. And uh, so I've been trying to figure out what I need to do is do a little bit of research about what what sorts of plants and bushes to plant to sort of invite them. Because I would like our yard to just explode with fireflies every summer. Yeah. Yeah. I want to walk out there and it's like Mm -hmm. little glowy bugs everywhere. Like that would be so cool. I'm so jealous. We don't have them here. Chelsea, you have them in Arkansas. I do. I haven't seen them recently because there have been storms. They were one of the most exciting parts about visiting my grandparents out this way when I was a kid. I was yeah. like, oh, whoa, what? Th- those are real? Because yeah. <laughs> if you've never seen them as a child, they are absolutely magical and they still are. Yeah, no, I grew up with them. And like, I don't know, there are two things I miss about living in the South. One, how golden the motherfucking light is in the fall. And two, mm, yeah. <laughs> lightning bugs. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, lightning bugs are the best. I would catch them and put them in a little, and then you have a little lantern that you carry around. Mm-hmm. 
Oh yeah. If you're evil, you squish their butts. Mm. Never. I never would. I never did. They're they're not as prolific as they once were. Also, so it's like we got to keep these guys alive and fucking because I want more lightning bugs. Yeah, mm-hmm. more. How do we not just how do we lure them into our yards with plants? How like what's oh the God. aphrodisiac for? I'm gonna play bugs? Marvin Gaye with the bush. Yeah. Smart. <laughs> I assume that's what they're into. Yeah, Let's sure. light it up. Yeah. Another generation <laughs> of us. Let's light it up. Beautiful. Let's light, baby. Uh, that was the mouth bug report. Yeah. <laughs> are you guys ready for a game? Yes. Oh, we are boys. out of practice. Let's oh boy. see how this goes. This is going to take like 40 minutes. This is all, all going to be uh, kidnapping, ransom related. Okay. Because it's Hold time on, to play. Me... I see what you did there. another wine so that i have i don't know i guess fortitude yeah yeah courage the wine is fortified so that you can be fortified oh you know i should have fortified it anyway anyway okay (laughs) okay this is number one number one this indie jim caviezel human trafficking flick was the surprise hit of summer 2023 and this is the full name of Vin Diesel's character in the Fast and the Furious series. I don't know. Are you trying? Do I need his last name? Yes. I, w- I mean, I would like his last name. Sound of Free Dom? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's yeah, his you... first name. Okay. okay I, don't I see what we're doing. Name. Dom Furious. <laughs> <laughs> Too fast. Dom Tokyo Drift. Dom Family. Dom. Ooh. Brotherhood, Dom, gone in sixty seconds. Wait, that's a different. Yeah, Hold on, both, both cars. Domingo. Oh, you're close. It's another. Oh it's another Dama. Domingo. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Domino. <laughs> um. To okay, Dom are you saying Mari the People last Walker? name is, is it Dom Dom <laughs> something or is it Dom and then it starts with like an A? Well, first, uh, his first his, his full first name is Dominic. So okay. Dominic. Uh, okay, and so then three Dominic. There we go. Got yeah, it. We're I done. don't know. I don't know how you're going to get his last name. So I'm just going to give it to you because it's oh. Toretto. <laughs> His last oh. name is Toretto. There's, I, I, I've been, I, my brain's been churning for like, how can I get this yeah. without, without weird? Yeah. Like, I wouldn't look. This would have only become worse if I tried to break yes. down the last name Toretto into. It no, sounds I like see, this. But I want to hear you try. No. No, <laughs> no you don't. <laughs> we'll take it off air. We'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, sound of free Dominic Toretto okay. is, is the. You see what I did there? 
great. Oh, how weird. That, that Sound of Freedom movie. Uh... Did you see... Okay. That they're not actually... <laughs> people aren't going to it? No, but companies like the... Produ- I don't know. Whoever has the agenda oh, that aligns yeah. with it are scooping up all the tickets just like they do with like conservative books. But then the like dork nerds who buy into it are going to the movie and being like we're the only ones in the theater even though it said it was sold out coincidence (laughs) you know it's not a coincidence but it's also not what you think it is (laughs) yeah yeah you should feel sad we're being silenced (laughs) no you're not the producers and people involved in the film ended up being more involved in the trafficking part than the saving part I, you know, I did see that one guy, one of the producers was, but he like wasn't, it was like almost like how I was a producer on uh, that show that Alan Tudyk and Nathan Fillion did after Firefly. I mean, you, Con were, Man. you did a Kickstarter. You donated money, damn it. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I just mean like, well, like, not super affiliated with it. The co-star and I mean, also yes, affiliated, affiliated with something that <gasps> the co-star was. Yeah. So Jim Caviezel's co-star. Oh. And then I mean Jim Caviezel's in a bunch of Mel Gibson or is in was in a Mel Gibson movie, so that's already not great. There's Wait, a Gibson lot of didn't bad... traffic though, right? He was just racist. He didn't, not he's just, just anti Semitic. Yeah. There's just a lot of bad. There's just a lot There's of bad. A lot of bad. <sighs> number two it's a weird one yeah yeah, i mean i can keep talking about it for like five hours so if you guys want to go down that rabbit hole number two this aviators junior was famously kidnapped in 1932 and the plastic ever smiling giant-headed regal mascot of this fast food chain would be an easy suspect in future kidnappings what could you say that again yeah, same question. Okay. <laughs> this... The last part? I just need the last part. Just the last yeah, part? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the plastic, ever-smiling, giant-headed, regal mascot of this fast food chain would be an easy suspect in future kidnappings. Okay. The Limburger baby. Or Limburger king baby. So, no. <laughs> You're yeah, on I mean, to it though. That's yeah, right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, you you got it. It's 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 Charles Lindberger King. Okay, yeah. <laughs> when you I got so hung up on the Baby word legal. <laughs> and then when you and then when you said, Oh God, speaking of stuff we should take offline, maybe cut this. <laughs> when you said plastic headed, I thought that you were being like really mean about Nicole Kidman and those ads. That's not even Regal, though. That's AMC, right? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, why would you say that? Regal's got the really bad ones that are movie posts. (laughs) No, we're leaving it in. It's all staying in. Um, I added Regal because, as as I often do, I I present these to my wife as like, hey, Mm. uh, what do you think of this? And she was like, like uh, Bob's big boy because that's I a was huge thinking, plastic yeah, that's mascot. And I was like, first. well, I gotta add the king. I gotta add king in. When you said otherwise, Regal, that's how I changed it. Big plastic yeah. headed. Yeah, yeah. Charles... I also said hamburger, but he doesn't smile. Just like, like, I also was thinking hamburger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like kidnapping. <laughs> Actually, Charles Lindbergler would be a pretty. Good... <laughs> uh... <laughs> that is a pretty good one. 
Yeah. Oh, save that. Take yeah. that back to, yeah, to yeah. your wife. Run we'll that, just, run uh, that faster. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna run that up the flagpole. We'll see what uh, what we hear from management. Uh, number three. <laughs> number three. Hey, this is a person you mentioned earlier. Mel oh. Gibson famously yells, uh, "Give me back my son!" At oh. Gary Sinise in this 1996 kidnapping film. And this is the name of the recreational drug at the center of Aldous Huxley's Brave New World. Soma. All right. That's a thing. You got that. I know books. A Mel Gibson movie. (laughs) A Mel Gibson movie where he famously yells, give me back my son. That intersects with Soma. Yeah. Yeah. Ransom. There you go. Ransoma. Ransoma. (laughs) You see what I did there. Never heard of the movie. Catching on to Nate's tricks. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that movie uh, when it came out. Actually a pretty good movie. It's got Rene Russo. It's got Sinise. And uh, yeah. And there's there's a very memorable sequence where the boy pees himself. And that is how Mel Gibson recognizes that... uh, Maybe uh, someone who he knows isn't who uh, he thinks they are. Oh, that's interesting. That's no spoilers. Movie. That's very weird. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Number four. Number four. Any poison pen letter writer worth their salt is acquainted with this glue and paper based art form. And this is the name for beer that's been brewed and conditioned at low temperature. I know that I can get the arts and crafts portion. Is it collage? It is collage. Oh, I was doing a deep cut. I was like decoupage. I was like oh. <laughs> decoupage uh, is is a little more uh, is a little more specific, right? Because I, I looked these two things up. The decoupage mm-hmm. is like you're putting a layer of image on like a bowl or something mm-hmm. like that, and then yeah, coating that. Whereas collage is a little more like cut something out of a magazine and stick it on a yeah. piece of paper. That's mm-hmm. much more in line with the ransom theme. There we go. <laughs> so we got collage. Okay. Now you need a, a type of beer that's brewed oh, and conditioned blogger? at low temperature. Oh. <laughs> you see what I did there. Yay! <laughs> see, you didn't need to. Beautiful. You weren't out of practice. You were great. <laughs> if anything, we're all out of practice. This yeah, is like fair. There was one time that I was just on fucking fire and i feel like i was like really sleep deprived which is what's going on here so i just need to like always be tired for our recording (laughs) yeah yeah i'll start calling you in the middle of the night i need you at 100 percent, kelly it's like in glenn gary glenn ross abc always be closing abt always be tired Mm -hmm. always be tired i'll be doing that (laughs) that's my secret i'm always tired that's my secret secret. the incredible sulk (laughs) the incredible sleep we need to get the sandman on the podcast is that what you're saying yeah new gamer that would be so good oh he can come too (laughs) great (laughs) neil i know you're a big listener Right in with your availability. <laughs> and uh, look, if you want to do the Patreon thing, you could probably pay for all of us to yeah, live for like great. five years. And then we if can just wanna do whatever. If you want to hear the labor episode, please. please. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, uh, let's talk about Debs here with this first ransom note. This is a tough one 
I think this is really genuinely a tough one. I I am torn on it because okay. I think it's very interesting, but it's also very unfulfilling because we really don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, there's so much that isn't solved. No like, even this mm -hmm. amazing mystery of how did these letters end up in these people's basement? We just, we don't know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's a little, it's a little like, you know, it's a little bit of a tease. It's lost. But like I also, lost. I like a mystery because it makes my brain light up. If I'm just mm -hmm. given all the facts, I'm like, got it. Mm -hmm. Nothing for me to do here. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to a Jim Caviezel movie about this. No. <laughs> Give me a puzzle. Let me puzzle. Let me noodle. This was a very puzzly one. Yeah. Layers of puzzles. Yet asking more questions than answering. Good point. Yeah. Uh, especially, we haven't talked about this yet. How convenient that a researcher finds it in the house. You know what I mean? That is convenient. Ooh. So, it is very about conspiracy theorists coming out of the woodwork. <laughs> are we are we sure this is an actual researcher and not like a I do my own researcher kind of person too? Oh fuck! <laughs> so everyone's a researcher now. Is that what you're saying? That's Anybody true. can say that. Yeah, I was, you know, I was researching the best doodly do on the internet. <sighs> We're gonna have to come back, give this a deb rating next week after we do a little bit more more of research. our own research. Need <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to do a little self searching. I don't know. Okay. 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 Obviously, I'm not happy that this child was kidnapped and subsequently <laughs> lost to history and to time. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but he could have had a really happy... He could have had a happy... <laughs> he could have had a happy... He could have had a happy... We could all have a happy! Not me. Not optimistic. But this kid might Maybe have... Maybe he got kidnapped by... A guy I just need to be fucking nose. kidnapped. <laughs> there you go. Uh, that that puts me at a five then. Possibility of kidnapping, really. To <laughs> kidnapping bad. Innovation. Cool. <laughs> right? That it's a new fair. technology. New technology. No one had ever turned letter writing against parents before. Yeah. <laughs> at least yeah. not in America. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm sitting on a three with this. I think, look, I think we did great. I love oh, yeah. us. Yeah, I love yeah, everything that we've done here today. <laughs> yeah. I That's think that I think sure. that this story is interesting. I think it's a yeah. I think I think this is a compelling circumstance. I just find myself walking away from it going, okay, cool. Like almost not a like it's weird because not enough actually happened as a consequence mm -hmm. of it. Oh yeah. They were just like, oh well, this will be a felony now. <laughs> Stealing yeah. taking human beings from their parents when they're underage. Now now it's now it's a more serious crime. But I was hoping to read something that was like, hey, and this is what kicked off the idea that, like, if we don't find this kid in the first 24 hours, it's probably toast, right? Oh. Like, that, like, there's no. Well, that's hint. a future episode now. Right? Notably, you did call that child an it. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I'm talking about generalized children. I'm not talking about this specific Charlie Ross. Sure. Okay. That's and also, I don't want to misgender the child. Charlie never had a chance I to. I don't know. Say. It is the word good... "they" would have yeah. worked. <laughs> he was at least person. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's fair. okay. Look, I'm going to leave that in, but I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I know that's not what you meant. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I would have thought like something more consequential might have come out of this, mm. and instead, this is sort of. I just, 
it feels a little bit like because there is a lot of mystery there but it's also like almost not enough cool mystery it's a little too much Mm -hmm. like the richard gear mothman prophecies movie where you're like this could be (laughs) so fucking cool but it's just not quite cool enough and it's like there's hints there's moments have i told you i'm going to the mothman festival in a couple weeks what yeah (laughs) sure am i'm gonna catch him where is it (laughs) Where do you think it is? It's in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, the site of the bridge collapse. Excellent. So yeah, uh, are you gonna are you gonna respond to? Because I didn't I send you the meme that was like the bumper sticker that said the Mothman is a generous lover. I did respond, and furthermore, I saved it to my phone and <laughs> sent it to my coworkers because Mothman is a meme on my team at work. <laughs> Hell yeah! So great. Oh wait, their question for you was. Did a Mothman make that bumper bumper sticker? <laughs> I think it's pretty obvious that a Mothman did. Like, yeah, I'd make out with Moth. I go bugs. I've changed my mind. <laughs> when you get back, we are doing what an episode about book? your first Mothman festival. That is oh, that is great. an episode, and you were telling us all great. about it. That is happening. That sounds great. That is happening on this show. Yay! <laughs> Can Savannah come? Savannah's going to the festival. Yes. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and if and if mothman comes back with you and he's put oh, a ring yeah. on it and y'all just like or whatever <laughs> you know i'm not i'm not trying to tie you down to any sort of uh heteronormative yeah, structures paperwork into this yeah yeah that's yeah. fine <laughs> <laughs> you don't want an egg sack or anything to deal with oh <laughs> <laughs> i don't know four I'm going a four, Debs, okay. because I like the mystery, and I like that now I can go read this guy's memoir and end of sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea? I'm also going to go four, but for a different reason. The penmanship plus oh. the way everything was phrased and misspelled, yeah. that yeah. combination is what is giving it a four yeah nate your argument took my five down to a four wow i'm still giving it a four okay okay (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah i mean you are influential if that helps i that makes me feel very good uh you know um but you're also influential because part of me is like oh yeah those letters are really charming and it kind of wants i kind of want to bump mine up to a four also so just an average four <laughs> just, just boom let's just go four across the board because it's Solid true four reading reading these letters and you're sort of like okay because there there is something here where you either have people who are very constructively trying to make letters that seem like they're written by people who cannot yeah. write or right you're picturing kind of someone who's struggling to assemble a letter to ask for money and like they cannot figure out how to do it what if it's their neighbor sorry well a neighbor rich neighborhood someone pretending that just makes me feel like it could be a neighbor trying to be dumb so this penmanship but that's well this happens a lot with ransom notes or notes to the media like zodiac and uh btk both like quote dumbed down their writing Mm -hmm to uh, throw them off the chase or are they well the only reason that i believe that they did is because they were really inconsistent like sometimes they'd get it right <laughs> and then in the next sentence they'd be like uh, duh, what i meant was <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, and I, so I they're think even dumb at trying to be smart. Got it. I feel, yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. I feel okay about that. I feel I, confident about I that. I think there's also a mix of like delusion of grandeur thing too, oh, where it's like yes. you, you believe yourself to be so above and beyond the That's comprehension of other people. That you're, yeah. 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 Huh. You're like, oh, let me uh, reduce myself to talk to the plebeians. And it's like, okay, you barely spelled your last name right. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, this is an Arby's. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you made a cipher? Okay, let me look. <laughs> All right, it's fours across the board. That works for me. Is it? Did you actually choose four because we didn't want to do the math? Because that's fair. No, no, no I be honest. Well. <laughs> no, I do. I do think that's a compelling argument, and I did sort of forget the nature of the letters themselves. Like the letters themselves are very interesting. The fact that there is a that there is a bound group of 22 letters is absurd honestly that is absurd that they would exist are they they would have been held alone to that museum could you go see them oh yeah that's our plan we're gonna visit we're gonna go see them right yeah Yeah, we'll go check them out when we're gonna crime and here's what we're gonna do we're not gonna go during regular museum hours we're breaking in at night oh hell yeah of course we are yeah (laughs) i'm gonna get some of those suction cups we're gonna get some black turtlenecks this is gonna be a blast yep we're gonna be so fashionable. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. <sighs> Except, sorry, Nate. You're gonna look like Steve Jobs. Oh, I, he really yeah, took. Very well. He really took and owned the black turtleneck. Thing. It's true. It's true. We're gonna look like Elizabeth Holmes if that. God, especially <laughs> Chelsea. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Could you try like I'll just lower my voice? Yeah. No, so I can do this. It's fine. <laughs> Have you just tried turning the lock this. the other way? <laughs> <laughs> I'll go through the window. It's fine. <laughs> oh, we're losing it. We're losing it. <laughs> On our next episode of this very program, we are going to be discussing the first Paddington sequel film. We're going to be talking about Paddington 2. Yay! Question, do Yay. I need to watch Paddington 1? Yeah, will I get Paddington 2? Can I just two start I with 2? Or do I need to watch the- I did watch the first one when it came out in theaters. However, I don't remember him at all. I am not watching the first one. I'm familiar enough with the Paddington uh, mythos. Uh, Got a bear, eats marmalade, got abandoned at a train station, uh, adopted by people. Spoilers! He wears a raincoat. It's adorable. (laughs) One of my best friends growing up, like they, I think they went to England or something. Yeah, he was a bear. (laughs) When I talked about, when I talked about sometime there was a bear, it was my friend. Yeah, got it. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> but there was a there was a period of time where they like had a Paddington, like a stuffed oh, Paddington no. like toy. And then Were they British? No. But it was just like they had like an Anglo Anglophilic sort of period in their family gotcha. life. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So that, that's that's how I kind of know about it. But all I know about Paddington too is that there is uh, some sort of musical number that is supposed to be fantastic. And I can't wait. wait. No, none of us have seen Paddington Two. Nope. Ooh, I I haven't. Okay, this I'm excited because this is like world renowned as one of the greatest of all the films. Yeah. So it's supposed to it's supposed to be really good. It's supposed to be like one of the best sequels ever. So here we go, the first Paddington sequel, Paddington Two. And we're not even watching the first one. We're gonna no, no. I mean, I'm not. Too bad. Too. Too. I was already too bad. Too furious. (laughs) Ah, there she is. Yeah. Um. 
I'm not I'm not watching the first one. I want to go into no, this ice cold. So okay. if anyone does want to watch the first one, I'd be like, well, here's the here's the change between the two movies. That's very cool. <laughs> okay. But I'm just going to be like, I have no idea what this is. I don't know why there's a bear. I guess we'll just find out have... what the bear gets up to. We might not find out the yeah. why. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Paddington 2 was an existential journey. What do we call him for short? We'll find out next episode. Teaser trailer. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, what would you call Paddington 2? You can give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and write in whatever you'd call Paddington 2. And then we can respond to that uh, at some point in the future. Maybe in Paddington Yay! 3, which we're all going to start making <laughs> shortly after watching Paddington 2. Oh, that's a lot of effort. Nate's the bear, right? Mm-hmm. I, I can yeah. be. be the you want me to, I'll be the raincoat in Paddington 3. <laughs> <laughs> and we're the lesbian <laughs> parents. <laughs> Perfect. It's going to be so well adjusted. Excellent. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look. <laughs> Two moms, no waiting. Neurotic. Uh, if listeners, you like this podcast, and I wouldn't blame you if you did, because I sure do, <laughs> please subscribe wherever you listen and give us that review. Give us that rating. Do it. Do it now. Yeah. Please do. Yeah. Please, do it. Please, please, sir. May I have a review? If you like the music that happens on this show, you need to listen to Michael J. O'Connor. You can find him at michaeljoconnor.bandcamp.com. If you want to read science fiction and other kinds of indie published books, go to readspaceboy.com. Check out Spaceboy Books. I publish books there with my co-founder, Sean. They are good. People write them. They are good. I have been exceptionally busy over the last two weeks because a bunch of people want us to publish them, which is super exciting. Yay! Yeah. Books. I got I got all the way through uh, winter of 2024 mapped out. Wow. Publishing Fuck. books. It's a lot of books. Cool. I want to clap, but that doesn't come through on the thing very well. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, (laughs) oh, and if you want to uh, listen to me and Chelsea talk about horror movies, you can find us over on Never Show the Monster. It's fun and stupid. Yeah. I don't have much more to say about it. It's also really informative. You guys have good takes. You have good takes. I mean, you need to fact check that. They're hot. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't didn't say accurate takes. I said... Good text. <laughs> Tune in and listen to us be wrong yeah. for an hour and 15 minutes a week. Oh, two weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, listeners, thanks so much for joining us for this episode on the first Ransom Note. Get back with us in a fortnight. We're going to talk about Paddington 2. And as always, the opposite of Ahoy. Yoha. Bye, buddies. Yoha. Yoha, buddies. First is best, or first is worst.